I am sure you, just like me, can hear a collective sigh of relief all over that Valentine's Day is finally over. I think there's really very few people who truly look forward to Valentine's Day and enjoy it. And we all know who they are. And maybe that was you once upon a time. But if you're listening to this podcast, I'm thinking it hasn't been you for a while. And here you are yet again. It's like, yes, it's over. I want to talk about a little bit about why it's Valentine's Day feels so difficult for us, but really more about expectations, expectations in love and relationships and the pressure that we put on ourselves and each other to make this day, for example, all so special or other days that are supposed to be incredibly special. So let's talk about love and expectations today and let's see if we can find a path forward that feels a little easier and gentler, not just for yourself, but for those in your life as well, those people that you really love. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and your day today. My name is Elizabeth and I am the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of The Separation Club, which is the club you never wanted to be part of, but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here we talk about how to heal, move forward, and find love again if you're so inclined. Also, motherhood through divorce, finding yourself, and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality, and coaching, and loving each other, and that's when we aren't talking to the experts. I am also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried and stepmom to three. So we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. Let's talk a bit about love, shall we? I know Valentine's Day is over and I know I talked about love last week as well, but I'm taking a different approach today. I want to start off by kind of inviting you to become aware of how much love you're capable of feeling for so many different things and different people. You know, when you think about if you're a parent, for example, and you have more than one child, I don't know about you, but I remember when I was pregnant with my second and I just, I worried that I'd have enough love, that I'd be able to love someone else as much as I loved my firstborn. It seemed impossible. It seemed like the love for my first was so huge that there was just no way that I would have enough or the capacity to love like that or to have that kind of love for someone else. But of course, I had. I had all kinds of love. And I've had two more children since then. I have twins. And the capacity to love them was just as great. And on top of that, we love our friends and our parents and our spouses and our pets our lives, our jobs, our friends. There's so much love in this world that's available to us. And then we go through something like the end of a relationship and especially a romantic one. And somehow we manage to quickly convince ourselves that there isn't enough love in the world for ourselves. Like where does, how does that even happen? I think because one person has stopped loving us we jump all the way to, I'll never be loved again. So like, just put the brakes on big time for a second. And if you're not driving, put your hand on your heart 
And if you are driving, just become aware of your heart beating in your chest, this place where you feel love. And start thinking about all the people that love you, like your parents, people at work, your dog, your cat, your your kids, your friends, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, cousins, I don't know, whoever. There are so many people who love you. I love you just because I know you're a beautiful human being who deserves to be loved and I want to share that with you. I want to make space for you in my heart as well. So just because one person has decided that they don't love you anymore or don't want to be with you anymore or they're loving you in a way that's not healthy and you've walked away from it does not mean that love is not available to you anymore and that you're not deeply loved by so many in such a meaningful way. For some reason in today's society, we value romantic love over everything else. It's like that is the one that matters. And I I really think part of it goes back to like when we were cavemen and women or whatever, cave people. Because back then, well, not that had anything to do with love, honestly. It was just like keeping the species going. But we had to mate with someone so we could procreate and keep the species alive. That was our purpose. And in many ways, that's still our purpose. But as we have evolved as human beings and as we have learned about emotions and feelings and experiences through those, we want more from our relationships than just somebody who impregnates us. Or if you're a man, somebody to make pregnant. We want a little bit more out of our relationships than that, which is fair. But somewhere along the way, the expectations of what that relationship should represent in your life has taken a reach or an impact or a a magnitude, probably a better word, that that like overshadows everything else. It diminishes the importance of and uh, um, the value of the other loves in your life, the other relationships. And I think that's really unfortunate. And I think we're really shortchanging ourselves. I really think it ties into that whole um, concept of, you know, now that uh, evolution and industrialized society and we live in these massive cities and we we isolate ourselves in a way like we have our partner, we have our kids, we have our little nucleus, our little family. And we decide that that's everything. That's all we need. We don't need anything or anyone else as long as we have that. Now, I'm not saying that everybody isolates themselves from everyone else. That's not necessarily the case. But there's definitely this emphasis placed on the the romantic relationship that goes above and beyond just about everything else. And so when that one falls apart, when that one isn't functioning or working properly or be not good and healthy as it's supposed to be or as we'd like it to be, we either stick around too long where we all tend to do that and we live in misery just to hold on to this relationship. And when it does end, we are completely displaced and lost. We don't know who we are. I know I went through that, a complete identity crisis. I had been a mother and a wife for 20 years. That's how I identified. I was Elizabeth married to this person. I was Elizabeth mother to these people. And I didn't really identify on my own, like just who was I? Who, you know, who am I here in this world? Who am I to these people? That was kind of clear. But 
How did I want to show up? What were my expectations, not just of this relationship, but of life and of myself in this world and in this life? Those were thoughts that I honestly never had. I really, I really do believe that there's many reasons for this. You know, the way we're socialized, the way we're raised, um, old fashioned way of thinking. And then there's social media. You know, as soon as hashtags came in, so did the hashtag relationship goals. I don't know how active that one is anymore. I hope it's gone, but I'm sure it's not. And I know just from my children and especially my stepdaughters, watching them look at these idealized relationship pictures, ideals of like what it should be like and this hashtag relationship goals. And I... I could see them looking at those pictures and those images and looking at what people were telling them in movies and friends and whatever that this is what they wanted. This image, this perfect relationship with their one day, their love partner, romantic partner, um, that honestly was unrealistic. And I see them, I see them struggle with that now, not just them, but I see, I think women more than men, to be honest with you really struggle with that whole, you know, the ideal of what they want versus what reality is. And what often happens, as I see it in my work, is when that gap happens of what they ideally want versus what is realistic, then there's discontent because inevitably, when your expectations are too high, you get disappointed because you don't have what you thought this was going to be. So where am I going with all this, right? I know, <laughs> good question. There are a couple of things that I really wanna get across today or that I really want to get into today, I guess. And one of them is that I believe we need to, I don't know about lower expectations, that doesn't sound right, but change our expectations of our romantic relationships and also stop identifying as successful in life if you have a romantic relationship and unsuccessful in life if you don't and then also when it comes to the non-romantic relationships in your life like friendships family co-workers is to place more value there and also maybe more expectations you know i've listened to many relationship experts talk about this and it's actually been so refreshing to hear them talk about that people's expectations are too high. And I really believe that. I think, like I said earlier, this idealized relationship goals, you know, what is it that you should see and have in your partner? It's unrealistic. And is it even necessary? You know, does your romantic partner need to be your best friend, your soulmate, your biggest supporter, the person who loves to do everything that you love to do, who always is happy to do everything with you because they love to do that as well? Does your romantic person, partner, have to be everything to you? Or can they be a lot of things to you? Can they be a really good friend along with your other really good friends? Can they be your, you know, your intimate partner for sure, but maybe they're not your business counsel, for example, or maybe they're not the person you turn to when it comes to certain things in your life. And that's okay because you have great friends you can go to for that, or you have a coach you can go to for that. And maybe there's things that they love to come to you for, and they love to do with you and share with you and go on trips with you and 
all these things that you have in common that you just love to do together. And then there's all those things that your partner maybe really likes to do with their friends or on their own even. Isn't that okay? Why is it that we are so terribly codependent and insecure that as soon as we have someone who expresses a desire or a need to spend time alone and to pursue some activities on their own and not always in the couple setting, that we immediately feel rejected, abandoned, like we're not being loved. Where did this intense codependency come from? This place like if I am not doing this with my partner, I'm not happy. Where did that come from? How did we become so insecure and so afraid of being left on our own to do something on our own? Or maybe even to choose to do this with a friend instead of with your partner? I don't know. I'm asking a lot of questions. I know. And I, you know, I really, what I want to, the conversation I want to have with you today is to open your mind to that as this one romantic relationship has ended, your life has not, your opportunity to experience love in your life has not ended because you have so much love in your life right now. You just have to open your eyes and see it, open your heart and feel it and allow them to love you right now. Allow these people to just pour their love on you and support you and hold you. And don't think about what you've lost. Yes, you've lost someone, But you haven't lost the opportunity to be loved and to love. Not at all. It's never left you. Just that one person. And one person in this entire world of amazing human beings does not mean that there isn't an incredible human being sitting out there waiting for you to be ready to embrace a new relationship. That's the truth. And that's where I'd like to go with you today. I'd like for you to explore this idea or even reality that there's so much love that exists in your life already. So as you're healing, as you're growing, as you're figuring out what it is that you want and what your future is going to look like and where you're going, that you really embrace these people in your life who love you and even develop new friendships, relationships, coworkers, whatever. And allow these people to take on certain roles in your life to be those people. You know, there's one thing I remember learning from my divorce. I lost myself completely in my first marriage. I was married for 20 years. Like I said, I I just, I was a wife and I was a mother. And I didn't really see myself as having any other purpose. And honestly, I was very okay with it as long as the marriage was good. But when it was over, it was not okay to sit back and realize that I'd lost half of my identity and even my role as a mother felt so different and unstable in a way now that I didn't have that, you know, that couple foundation to to lean it on. So I very early on in my healing from that marriage realized I needed to find myself. I needed to know who I was. And yes, I needed to learn to love myself and to allow others to love me. And it was it was through this incredible journey that I found myself, I found my voice, I found my love for myself, but I also found so many incredible friends. Some of them were already in my life and some of them came into my life, but it really came down to me allowing for that other people who loved me and that I loved 
were going to be filling the gaps that had been left behind because I no longer had that spouse, right? And it, it it was done beautifully. And here was the other really fabulous thing that came from that. And even as I'm sitting here talking to you about it, I'm realizing how true that was. Because I found the friendship, the support, the guidance, um, those people who, uh, you know, who were mentors, there were other people who were just fun friends, there were people who were really like the ones I leaned on, like you had all these people in your life. So when I did meet my husband, I'm remarried, I didn't need for him to be everything to me. I just needed to love him and, you know, feel his love for me. But it didn't have all these attachments to it. Like he had to be this and this and this and this. It didn't have any of that. He had to be kind. He had to love me and be faithful and, you know, honest and those kinds of things. It really just needed him to be a decent human being and to be kind and respectful towards me. And he is very dear, obviously, in my life. And he plays many roles in my life. But he doesn't have to play all of them. And I really think, in fact, I know that that is key to our success. Because I don't walk around disappointed because he's not everything to me. And he's failing somehow in some of those roles. He is really important to me in certain areas of my life. But there are other people who get to be stars in my life as well. And they're, and I'm not married to them. And I love that I can spread that. And I think it really takes pressure off us as a couple. Because we can come together and be there for each other and share our lives together and share the things that we love to do together. But then we also don't have to always feel that we have to be there for each other in every possible way. We enjoy doing things away from each other. We enjoy having time with our friends separately and together. We enjoy spending time with our respective children separately and together. We're not, we don't feel that need to be attached to the hip. And that feels incredibly free to me. And I feel very respected and um, really very safe. Because I also know that if for whatever reason I end up on my own again, I'll be fine. I have this incredible network of beautiful human beings who love me and who are there for me. And he is absolutely one of them. But he doesn't have to be all of them. I I hope that makes sense what I'm saying to you. And I don't know that I really wanted today to be all about like loving someone else and I guess I did. It is February. It's the day after Valentine's Day. More than anything, what I want to get across to you is how worthy you are of love. And as you learn to feel that, I want you to feel into it, not just through the presence or absence of a romantic partner, but rather through the presence of those who love you. If you were to sit down and think about who does love me and who who's my best friend? Who's the person I know I can call and go and have a really fun time with? Who's the person that I can get in touch with when I need to cry? Who's the person that I can lean on when whatever, I want to go and work out or I want to book a vacation? And while you might be thinking, well, I don't have anyone else because I put all my eggs in one basket. Okay, you know what? A lot of people do. And here you are. That basket doesn't exist anymore. So 
start fanning out. There are people in your life right now who would love to play a bigger role in your life, who would love to go and do something fun with you, who are also looking for someone to travel with, for example. You know, in in like two weeks, I head to Costa Rica, two and a half weeks, with a group of 13 women. They're you, my listeners, my clients, the women in the separation club, who are coming with me, not so we can sit and talk about our divorce or the fact that we're alone, um, but to to be together and to experience something in some healing, some friendship, sisterhood, and also to grow as women, to tune into a part of us that makes us independent and self-sufficient and strong in our own right, standing on our own two feet, loving life just because we have life, not because there is someone else in it, that we can love life on our own. We can love our experiences. We can have beautiful, incredible experiences and go to the jungle in Costa Rica together and and do moon rituals on the beach and yoga and meditation together and have the best and most memorable trip. And we can do that on our own and in the company of other women who will become our best friends. And it doesn't have to be with a romantic partner. That is not the only way to enjoy life. I don't know if you can tell that this is an unscripted episode, but it is. And I have more or less decided that that's how I want to do things moving forward. You know, when I'm interviewing someone, of course, I like to come in with a few questions, make sure we get the conversation going. But I really enjoy just talking to you and really just allowing, you know, my thoughts to just flow through me and out to you as I feel that, I guess, to just speak my heart, my mind to you. I feel that's what you deserve, honesty and truth and not a super scripted, planned out, you know, choreographed, whatever episode, maybe that's what you really want. Um, In which case, maybe you have to go somewhere else. But I really just want to share what I believe is a very truthful, honest, simple approach to life that that I I want you to feel that you can grab onto, you know, you can kind of go, yeah, I can, I can do that. I can live like that. I can, I can accept that. So having said that, I want to I want to leave you with some, I guess, some thoughts that can move you forward because I know from posts in the group, my Facebook group, that a lot of women coming out of a, a long-term relationship, they realize they've given up their friends, whether it was on request or whatever by their partner, who knows, who cares how it happened. The reality is that you might be sitting here feeling like I don't really have any friends because I never prioritize making friends or I live really far away from my family, so I don't have them nearby. Well, I want to introduce a couple of concepts to you here, okay? So if you are at home, you might want to write these down, but if not, just listen. Um, First of all, if there's one thing we learned from the pandemic, it's that we can connect with people in different ways than we thought before. Yes, in-person is really nice. I really love being with people in person. But can I tell you how much I enjoyed being able to connect with people from all over the world through my work and through Zoom? You know, when COVID hit, I had just started the separation club, like literally two or three months ago. Well, that's not entirely true. It was a year earlier, but I just had run my first course. My Facebook group was embarrassingly small. I really, you know, I was very far from having any impact yet. And then COVID hit and this group of women that I was taking through a course, they were just wrapping it up literally like days after the the first sort of 
we're going to shut down to flatten the curve for 14 days, which ended up being something like 14 weeks or months or who knows what it was, right? But yes, around that time, and I ended up starting this membership and we would get together to support each other, for me to support them once a week via Zoom. Every week and more and more members came in, they would sit there and share and cry and support each other. And I would do my best to to give them some guidance and coaching and steps, kind of like I do with you here, but you know, the other benefit was that we could see each other and of course they could ask me specific questions. So, but what I learned about that or from that was the value of that, that we don't have to be in the same room to connect and to feel that we are getting friendship and support and some giggles and some crying and that they're, even though someone's not physically hugging you, you can feel that embrace of their love coming right through that screen. And I know that those two years, and I still do this, by the way, we still meet every single week. I still run this support group. It's called Rising Free. It is a membership, a community where we like I said, meet every week and I coach them on different subjects and we sit and talk about it and we share and we support each other. And some days they just cry and, and reach out and say, I need help today. I'm having a bad one, right? That's what we're there for. And I will never stop doing that. Well, never. It's a really long time, but... <laughs> Not anytime soon, because I love connecting with them like that. And it's, we have become friends. These are the women, or some of them anyway, that are coming to Costa Rica with me. We've never met in person. I can't wait to hug them when they show up at the resort in Costa Rica. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I want you to open your mind to the possibility of connecting with people in different ways and for different things. And as you are now finding yourself maybe in a place where you feel isolated or you feel alone and you don't know where to start and you feel insecure and you feel all oh, this pain and all those things, you know, you can start by reaching out in the written word in my Facebook group, but you can jump into the Rising Free membership and start to meet women who really understand what you're going through and who'll be there for you. And there are many other ways as well that you can meet women um, or people, people that you want to meet. Um, but more than anything, I just want you to start by identifying buckets, okay? I call them friendship buckets. You can call them relationship buckets. But we have a fun bucket and a mentor bucket and um, a crying, you know, like best friend, glass of wine, drinking bucket. I don't know. Um, uh, there's a romantic bucket for sure that's down the road. So just think about like, what are the areas of my life where I need support? where I need a friend, where, you know, different friendships, right? Because I think we can get into the same um, too high of expectations, kind of like I talked about earlier. Again, if we want one person to be that best friend that gives us everything, right? I have, I don't have a ton of friends, but I have a handful of really good friends and they all have a slightly different purpose in my life. You know, if I have a problem within my business, I know who I'm going to call. If I have a problem in my personal life or had some issue going on with one of my children, for example, it's a different person that I call. You know, if I'm having a, a problem with, I don't know, whatever, then maybe I call my sister. You know, if I'm having a struggle with, I don't know, again, something else, like I have all these different buckets, then I go to my husband. You know, like we have different people who serve different purposes in my life. And I feel so blessed to have these these options, these places to go for the things that I need. 
And what I've really learned from that, from from developing these relationships um, that are different, is that I don't have to go to one person for everything. But I also that I am so fortunate to have several really great people in my life and that they all have such meaning to me and I'm able to share with them how much meaning they have to me and how grateful I am for them. It's really shown me that there's so much love available to us in this world. I could choose to include more people and I believe I am when I go down to Costa Rica. Like I am going to be holding on tight to these 13 other women who are going to be there with me. I just can't wait to do that. And they will always be my my rising moon sisters, which is the name of the retreat. They will always be my sisters. And that's a really special bucket as well. And we will be sisters through healing and growth. And because we chose to be each other's sisters, right? I'm rambling a little bit. I'm aware of that. But I hope that this is making some sense to you. So what I want you to think about is the buckets that you need filled. Which buckets do you have filled with friends and which ones are not filled? And I think you're going to find over time that as you fill them, you don't need a man or a woman, whichever way, you know, romantic person, this this soulmate in your life. Maybe you already have three or four soulmates. Maybe you already have everything that you need in your family and friends around you. You have all the love that you need. That's what I think you will discover. And you can give all of them your love and support and friendship and kindness and gratitude and time and and excitement and fun. All of this can be shared with all of them. And then one day, if it's right and if you're ready and if you want it, maybe somebody else will walk into your life and this person will you know, put a foot into two or three of those buckets and you'll be okay with that. You'll be okay with sharing those friends with this person and those experiences with this person, but you don't need them to fill every part of your life because you already have all these incredible people around you. They will just be like icing on the cake. They will just make it even sweeter because of the buckets that they have stepped into. I really want you to take away from this the benefit of embracing people of embracing love, love in a bigger sense, love for all, love for people you don't even know. You know, sometimes it's just about that you happen to run into someone who's having a bad day and you can sit down beside them and say, I'm really sorry you're having a bad day. I do that every single day with the women in my Facebook group. I do it once a week online with the ladies in my membership. And we sit together online and we help each other and we feel their pain and we feel what they need and we give it to them. And, you know, one thing is to, to receive love. But when you can put yourself in a place where you can also give love freely, openly, unconditionally, uninhibited, without limit to to people who just need that from you that day. Oh, that is a beautiful day. That is a beautiful day. And I want you to experience that. And I don't want you to limit yourself by thinking that you can only do this with one person and that one person just walked out of your life and you'll never have it again. I don't want you to think like that. I don't want you to feel so limited. There's such an incredible opportunity for so much beautiful love in this life. And I want you to embrace that. 
and allow that to heal you. Because as you open your heart to your friends and these people who will fill all your relationship buckets, you will heal. You'll feel loved. You will feel part of something so much bigger than just being a couple. And one day, like I said, maybe that will be your path again. And that's okay. It will just be this beautiful, sparkly icing on the cake. And it'll taste so yummy and be so sweet and beautiful and natural and free, free of expectations that don't get met and of settling. There'll be no um, inhibitions because as long as it's sweet and as long as it feels delicious to be with this person, then that's your you with that person. But if it doesn't feel that way anymore, you will be able to let go because you have all these other people. You have so much love in your life that you don't need to cling on to something that doesn't feel like love anymore. You know, I had lunch with, uh, sorry, not lunch, but I had a, uh, I went to actually a community gathering of uh, another woman who just moved into the area. She has started to gather a group of women once a month at a local pub. It's called Wine Club. And because I spent too much time sitting here in front of my computer, I jumped in and joined and I'm pretty new to the area as well. And with two years of COVID, I don't know a lot of people here. So I started going and the first couple of months, I didn't really meet a lot of people yet. And then this month, when I went in the beginning of February, I met like a table full of women who live in my neighborhood. Like I can walk to their house and I hadn't met them before. I hadn't sat at their table before. And I'm so thrilled because I just know that there's there are some friends in that group. I connected with them. I felt the energy. I just know that I'm going to be spending a lot of time with them. So you never know where you meet your next best friend, your next soulmate girlfriend, your next um, super fun travel buddy. You never know. So open your mind and your heart to that. Be the person who steps out and says, Hi, I am Elizabeth, and I would love to learn more about you and what you like to do. Tell me all about yourself. How's that first start? And just allow yourself to be open and listen and receive. Because you're not the only one who wants friends and people in your life and to feel loved. We all want that. And we all want to give it too. So, well, I feel like I'm going in circles, so I'm going to stop talking. But it has been really, really lovely to spend this time with you today. I'm always so grateful that you listen. I am so grateful for when you pop into my Facebook group and let me know that you listened to this episode um, and that it was of value to you. That helps me also understand what you want to hear and what's working for you and what's not. So let me know what you think of this episode. I would love for you to leave um, a review and some stars, not just because I want to hear from you, but because when you do that, it also helps this podcast reach other women who really need to hear it. So help me with that, if you could, please. I'd be so grateful. And I think I'll stop there. Um, I'd love to also hear about what you got from today. Like, is this helping you? You could even pop into the Facebook group and tell me or on Instagram. I'll leave the links to all of those below. And until next time, have some fun. Love yourself and those around you big time. 
and have the most beautiful day. And before you go, I just want to tell you a little bit about the Rising Free community. It is an incredibly special place and it's really what I originally wanted to create with the Separation Club. And I'd like to invite you to join me. So when you hear this, it's aired after the day after Valentine's Day. But on actual Valentine's Day, I run a party inside my Facebook group. It's a Zoom party. We get together and we have some fun. And one of the things that I'm giving everyone at this Valentine's Day party, or gave everyone at the Valentine's party, is the opportunity to join the Rising Free membership for six weeks for free, and then they start getting charged monthly for it. It's only $47 a month, by the way. I'm just gonna throw the price up there so you don't have to wonder about it. The link will be below. But here's what I want you to take away from that. I want you to jump into that membership and try it. I want you to meet the women and me and let's talk. Let's get to know each other. Let's see how we can help you, how we can help you feel more loved, more supported, um, help you on your healing journey and all that you need to do and want to do with your life. And I know you're going to want to stay. It's such a special place. And I'm giving you six weeks. Normally, the most I've ever given before for free is 30 days. But because I'm going to Costa Rica for two weeks, I won't be doing any calls those two weeks. And I feel like I'm jipping you if I only give you 30 days. So I'm giving you six weeks so that you still get to experience four weeks of calls. Plus those two weeks where I'm not on calls, you can jump into the vault, which is where all the previously recorded coaching calls are. And you can dive in there and you can get some help and guidance and listen to the calls around codependency, co-parenting, overcoming narcissistic abuse, how to meet a new person, like any topic you've thought about, how to heal, how to love yourself, how to learn to, um, I don't know, I'm drawing a blank suddenly, but anyway, there is so much there for you. I want you to have a look at that. I want you to have this. I want you to experience what it means to be part of something bigger, something where you get the love that you're looking for and the support and where you can do that for others so that you can see and feel and experience that this can come from other places. We're here for you. We're waiting for you. So I really hope you take advantage of that. And again, I'll put those links below. And until next time, have the most beautiful day. And I'll be thinking of you and looking forward to meeting you inside the Rising Free Membership. Bye for now.